Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. I'm your host, Luki, and today's topic, I thought we'd go into cultivating a success mindset. And a lot of folks have reached out to me and, and they saw my model, the uh, St. Far method, S-T-F-A-R, right? And they want to understand a little bit about, well, how did that come about and, and how did we kind of create that? Um, so the, the origination of it was uh, obviously uh, I was working with uh, clients to so try to get them into peak performance and there were oftentimes their barriers were some sort of mindset barriers, right? Something in between your head uh, that was an obstacle. It's not generally a resource issue. It was just a thought that they need to get through. And uh, I, I read a book. It's uh, Man's Search for a Meeting by Viktor Frankl. And he has a quote there that's often cited, um, something to the effect of uh, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And within that space lies all of uh, man's freedoms, right? Um, so, so that really stuck with me. And, and originally I thought, you know what, it's kind of like the, the typical cause and effect, right? Something happens and, and you uh, react to it, right? And, and that's one of the challenges where oftentimes when something happens, we react to it, right? What we want to do instead is we want to respond to it, right? We want, don't want this automatic thing to happen where we get angry, we get frustrated, we get sad, or even we get happy on that. Oftentimes we want to think a little bit, and that's where that space uh, comes into importance, right? So it went from stimulus to response, so it, it makes sense because the uh, S and, and the R from St. Far, those are kind of the bookends of it. And then uh, I did a lot of work in uh, the realm of habits, right? Um, so, so Charles Duhigg, uh, who, who wrote Habits, uh, has a, a, a model where he uses uh, the, the Q, which is the C, and then action, uh, action and then a reward, right? So I, I found that quite similar where you have a cue, which is your stimulus, you have an action in, in the middle, and then you have a reward. Well, that's the response and the thing that happens afterwards. So that kind of expanded and you can see the S and the AR that, that, that are in there and it increases. And then I uh, went into the work of uh, Wayne Dyer, uh, who uh, wrote a lot of books on uh, like mindset and spirituality and things like that. And that's where the, the, the T and the F came from. So there are in his uh, teachings and his wording, he basically said something to the effect that where um, from your thoughts generate your feelings, which generate your, your actions, right? So that went from the, the TFA. So that became the Saint uh, Far, S-T-F-A-R. Uh, then recently actually came across uh, someone named uh, Brooke Castillo, who runs the, the uh, Life Coach School, and she actually has pretty much the same model, except she uses a C, uh, circumstance, a C-T-F-A-R, uh, and, and I use the S. So I was like, oh, well, at least I'm in, in good company <laughs> in terms of thinking in that. And then actually, as you go out into it, there's so many people who have very similar models or slightly different where it might be more or less uh, ones in there. But I thought that was helpful. And really, if you start taking that, that, that model and, and evaluating your life and evaluating all the different things that happen to you against that model, what is that stimulus? What is that thing? What is that cue? What is that circumstance that happened? And then thinking about, well, what thought, right? Uh, a quote that I love is uh, from actually Shakespeare and, and, and Macbeth, where uh, they say, uh, for there is nothing good or bad, and thinking makes it so. 
right? So if you think about that for a minute, right? Nothing is good or bad, right? It's up to the person where uh, a knife, it's not good or bad. If, it, if it's a chef that's using the knife, then it's, it's, it's good. If it's a, a, a robber or a thug, probably not so, so much. If it's, a, if it's a doctor using it as a scalpel, then that's good. If uh, the doctor is trying to rob someone because their kids are hungry and, and, and they're without food or whatever because he lost their job, well, that's not a good thing too, right? So it's, it's very circumstantial. And oftentimes, irrespective of the context, it, it, there's a perspective to be taken, right? And it's kind of the, the glass half empty, glass half full uh, type of analogy, where there's oftentimes always two ways to think about it. You can always think about it from uh, the aspect of, of limiting yourself uh, or um, to expand yourself and give yourself lots of opportunities. So that's where the thought comes in. Now the big challenge, uh, back to that uh, uh, Viktor Frankl quote, is a lot of those thoughts are automatic. Right? Those are the things that we've been conditioned to think over the course of the years, and sometimes we don't even question it. Right? So if you look at the work of folks like Byron Katie, right, uh, she uses the work, and one of the first things uh, you do when you have a thought is ask yourself, is it true? Right? That thought, is it true? And, and oftentimes when you examine it, it's like, hmm, that's true maybe in this context, but not in the whole, because her second question is, do you 100% know it's true? Because sometimes you might say, oh, uh, I'm not good enough, right? And maybe you, you didn't do well, you uh, failed an interview, didn't do so well, but uh, you, you might have done better in, in the past, right? So it's not 100% true, uh, or it's just true in, uh, in this particular circumstance. But the other aspect is, uh, another quote that I love, and as you, as you know that I love quotes, um, this quote is, uh, I never lose, I either win or I learn, right? So if you take that cue, that circumstance, that, um, that, that stimulus that just happened, right? If you take it from the aspect of what did I learn from it, then it opens up a, a whole realm of, of a possibility, right? So one of the goals is to intercept that, that thought uh, before it gets to a, a feeling, right? Because oftentimes that thought triggers an emotion, right? Uh, the, the emotion uh, causes you to get angry, get upset, uh, maybe you get sad and depressed or whatever it is, and then it, it oftentimes uh, turns, spurns you into an action, whether you lash out at someone or you uh, withdraw inside and you uh, start to trying to escape through uh, social media or through like a streaming service like Netflix or whatever, or through food, right? Um, or through, through uh, like the gaming or, or other things that don't necessarily help you in, in the long run, right? Um, but oftentimes, if you can examine and say, you know what, where did that feeling come from? What thought did I have? And, and backtrack, uh, then what you can do is kind of almost reprogram yourself and say, okay, next time I have this thought, this is how I want to feel instead. Uh, taking that, that um, negative path and, and make it into a more positive path. Uh, because like I mentioned, there's always multiple ways of seeing things, at least two, if, if not more. Um, and yes, there are bad things that happen in the world, uh, but oftentimes it's, it's up to you to describe it as, as bad, right? If you actually take a look at a lot of the successful people, uh, some of the most, the, the worst things that have happened to them were their biggest life lessons, right? And you've probably had that in your, in your life too, where something that in the moment felt that it was horrible uh, ended up being your, your biggest learning or allowed you to do something else. Uh, clients of mine have, have lost their jobs. Right? And, and in the moment, it, it's bad. Right? It, it doesn't make you feel good to be rejected and, and lose your uh, stability and, and employment. And, and for some of them, they were like top performers and doing really well. And uh, for one reason or another, they decided to like, let go of the entire unit or the, their, the company was changing direction. So, so their, their job was uh, kind of made redundant, that sort of thing. 
there's a whole bunch of reasons why, and, and nothing related to them and their personal um, performance or anything, but they, they made it about them, right? So it, it became a, a little bit more challenging. But what they did is intercepted that thought and realized, you know what? This could be my opportunity to find something that I really love. Like the job was good, they, they were okay, they were kind of a six or seven out of 10, but why not be able to go out there and find a job that's an eight or nine, right? Something that would challenge them more, something where they can learn and grow, right? And taking that perspective is a lot more motivating and uh, carries them forward into that and uh, leads them to do more actions that get them the results that they want, right? So that kind of completes the, uh, the, the same. So if you look at the Four Agreements, uh, it's, it's a book by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, and uh, the first agreement is be impeccable with your words, right? So if you think about your thoughts, right, they're actually just words in your head, right? Some people think in, in pictures, uh, some people hear them, some people kind of see the words, but it, it, there's some sort of uh, representation of, of words in your head, right? And some of the things, those, those thoughts that you have in your head, those words in your head, uh, you wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy, right? So a lot of us beat ourselves up. It's like, oh, why are you so dumb? Why are you so useless? Why are you so whatever? Uh, and sometimes it's, it's, it's a little bit um, less harsh on that, but oftentimes they're not helpful. They're not uh, ones that serve you. So instead of thinking of it as good or bad, think of it, is this helpful for you in this moment? Is this gonna help motivate you to do uh, whatever you, you want to do? And if the answer is yes, well, then continue to think those thoughts. If the answer is no, then what could you think instead? What could you do to, to adjust that? And uh, a lot of these, uh, like I mentioned before, are, are habits, right? They become kind of that reactive. So oftentimes to change a habit, it can be quick. Sometimes it takes some time. So putting in and, and going through it, the, the motion, like the first time you, you take one route to, to, to work or to school or whatever, uh, it's, it becomes a habit. And to pick a different route, sometimes it becomes a habit quite easily that way, sometimes it becomes more difficult. And you'll have to look into all sorts of different things in order to uh, set up your, your habit. But the point is to make the effort to, to switch that and make your words impeccable, right? So always think of the opportunity that you can find. So you can always think of something as a limitation or you can always think of it as an, as an opportunity. It's your choice. So in, for something that is limiting to you, say, okay, how can this be the greatest gift to me ever? How can I use this to, to, to my advantage, right? How could me losing my job or, or, or not getting accepted or uh, that person saying no or whatever, how can I use this to uh, learn something, right? That I never lose either when I learn. Uh, how can I use it to grow and how can I use it to, to benefit me in, in the future? And then when you start doing that, then your feelings change and, and your feelings become ones from a place that, that serves you and you can take that to, uh, be able to take the actions that, that, that help you grow. And when you take those positive actions, you might not see results right away, but that culmination of, of those actions uh, grow over time, right? So if you think about uh, cultivating that, uh, that, that success mindset, then what you wanna do is uh, think of that, that, that model, S-T-F-A-R, right? So think about the, the stimulus, the things that happen to you, the, the circumstances, the cues, right? And then what are the thoughts that happen? right? And uh, if you can't do it in the moment, then what you want to do is do it retroactively. Think of those moments in your day where it was challenging, reflect back and say, hmm, what was that thought that I had? And and what was the, the, the feeling uh, that I had, right? And uh, how do you adjust your thoughts so that it gives you a different feeling? And that different feeling will uh, spur you to do different results. And those different results will spur you to do to get different actions. And it's uh, simple, but it's not necessarily easy, right? So just keep in mind that there might be a little bit of challenge, 
because what you're doing is, is trying to uh, rewire, I guess, your brain and your neural pathways. And your brain, unfortunately, likes to do things that it's comfortable with, things that are comfortable, which are the same. And, and it knows that uh, by, by continuing doing what it's done in the past, then, then you'll survive, right? Because you're surviving. But what you don't want to do is to just survive. You want to thrive and, and grow. And sometimes, uh, there's another quote that I like, is, is discomfort is the currency of success. Right, so uh, being uncomfortable is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Uh, especially when you are uh, doing it for the purpose of growth, something that you haven't done before, something that you actually are a little bit more excited about. So if you actually think of, of is this discomfort serving me in terms of, wow, this is something I, I need to learn, I need to grow, I need to do something that, that I haven't done before, or is it is it not serving me in the sense that, oh, I'm just putting myself down, I'm thinking these negative thoughts, and I'm worrying so much that it's not allowing me to do what I want to do. So, so take that model and uh, explore on your own to really cultivate that uh, success mindset and, and that's kind of how the, the, the model came to be and hopefully you can use that and, and I'll probably continue to refine it and give you some more tools and tips to do that uh, but but take it and, and, and use it uh, in your own practice and then uh, hopefully you can grow and uh, cultivate that mindset of career success. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.